0: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Christ Through Comics. And uh, today we're going to talk about Domino and her uh, ability to have probability in her favor, which basically means she has good luck. And do Christians have good luck? Who knows? We're going to find out. Christ Through Comics. All right, so Domino most of you probably don't know who she is um if you've seen any of the deadpool movies uh, she's in the second one she's played by zay beats zazie beats i don't know how to pronounce her name but her mutant powers she doesn't fly she doesn't have superhuman strength um, she doesn't have speed uh, she's not super intelligent she has probability powers which means that subconsciously Whenever she's in a situation, uh, she can emit uh, a psionic aura that increases her probabilities and it always goes in her favor. And at the same time, uh, this probability aura uh, decreases whoever's trying to hurt her. So she's always used as a uh, covert mercenary, sort of like Black Widow. Black Widow was more of a spy, but you know, Domino, she was more like a weapon. Right. So they would send her or she would go uh, take paid jobs or work for someone and intentionally place her in situations where it's like, okay, she's going to die in two seconds. And like she walks out unscathed. And you're like, how in the world did she do that? Let's just say she was being carjacked. Right. As soon as the carjacker approaches her car, her powers would kick on and suddenly something's gonna happen to my man. Like, something's gonna happen to him, he's gonna get hurt, uh, she'll be able to dodge the bullet, she'll be able to turn a gun around on him, or she can just simply bypass it, move her car out of the way, and make him back up, and boom, he gets hit by a car, like, and she does that. Now, she can't activate her powers uh, by herself, it's just, it always triggers when she's in some kind of confrontation. Now, like I said, she has the ability to increase probability in her favor. Probability is basically math tied to chance, right? So you can figure out the probability of you rolling a six if you have dice, and it's literally a mathematical equation that can give you the odds of whether or not you roll a six or not. So, you know, instantly, most people are thinking, what? Yo, man, I'll go to some slot machine, I'll gamble. (laughs) <laughs> if I had that, but remember, she can't trigger that power by herself. She can only trigger that power when she's in danger or when uh, somebody else is in danger and, and she needs to win, so to speak. But we all know society loves playing with odds, right? Like, we all have these silly superstitions. Like, I I have one that I had when I was a little kid that I would have to tie my right shoe first. Why? I have no idea I, I i just attributed something positive to me tying my right shoe and so but you know the crazy thing is to this day i subconsciously still tie my right shoe first because i had a superstition <laughs> about tying my right shoe first and i would have good luck you know what i'm saying but you know, we all still have these things like you have some people say oh i found a penny i got good luck you know we avoid black cats I still know to this day people who don't split poles, and of course you know uh, anyone that's ever been to a hotel casino uh, ever been to Vegas you know how serious some people take that thing like people love to bet and they they love to play the odds because they think that their good fortune is coming like their good fortune is one stroke of a pen away one throw of a dice away one pull of a lever away one scratch off ticket away and before you know it, you're gonna be set for life. Regardless of what it is, we all love to play with chance and we all love to do something that's gonna increase our favors and have good luck. I mean, luck? What coked out glass pipe sucking freak show comic book artist came up with that little chestnut? Probably a guy who can't draw feet. (laughs) So let's get to the word. Does the Bible speak about guaranteed probability like domino? Like does the Bible guarantee us that the odds will always be in our favor um I would say yes, but not in the same way as domino so uh, let's look at the bible psalms thirty seven twenty three begins and says, "A person's steps are established by the Lord, and he takes pleasure in his way. Now, you may know that that verse from my man Fred Hammond you steps so I ain't trying to sing. Let's keep going. Verse 24, though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed because the Lord supports him with his hand. Verse 25, I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous abandoned or his children begging for bread. All of this doesn't mean that when you face situations, um, the probability of you surviving a situation or The probability of you never uh, losing your job, of you never getting in an accident or uh, that you would get in that interview and you would get the job and you get the job of your dreams. You meet a person and you get the man or your woman of your dreams. Like it doesn't mean that. What these verses basically mean is that in this course of life, you are under divine guidance and control. And I'm going to say that again. In this course of life if you are God's child you are under divine guidance and control God is telling his people like you're mine I will keep you I won't abandon you your fate isn't attached to success your fate is attached to me like and if you look at it that's a better deal you know God is just not like your guardian angel he's our father (laughs) Like, God is our father. And I know sometimes if you didn't grow up and experience a good father, I mean, a good loving father. I'm not talking about a, a, a man that's in your home that pays the bills and establishes order. Like, that's the extent to most fathers. I'm not talking about that type of father. He's saying, like, you have my last name. Like, son, daughter you, like the day that you believed in my son and the day that you accepted him as your Lord and savior, I sealed you forever. I, I I grabbed your heart and like you are in the palm of my hands and I am never letting go of you. Like you are mine. You are now part of my household of faith. Like having God by your side is the greatest promise that, You can ever have and it is infinitely better than having like probability just being in your favor like the probability of god (laughs) being there for you is a thousand percent a thousand like god would never not be there for you if you are his child like he's always there for you but like anything that the cares of this life has afforded you based upon you know good fortune and good luck man your money can run dry your bodyguards can cannot feel like they can just feel like I don't feel like protecting him today he ain't pay me my money on time yada yada like everything is circumstantial you know what I'm saying in this life if you put all of your eggs in the basket for good fortune but not God God is there for you all the time and not only is he there for you but he desires to be there for you like you're his kid You're you're literally his kid you're his you're his child and he desires to be there for you so i know you may be saying like if we go through hardships ricky that's not good odds (laughs) like what's i don't like if if you don't know god and if you haven't been in this walk long enough you may be saying to yourself like what's the point of having an all-powerful all-knowing all-loving god if he's not going to always uh have probability in your favor. What's the point of serving God if you're not going to quote unquote win 100 percent of the time? So God got that covered too. Romans 8:28 it says, "We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to His purpose." Meaning that everything in life, everything, everything, God will orchestrate it for our good. Now this doesn't mean that if I break a leg, God would give me a new leg. And I can now use that new leg. I'm kicking game-winning field goals with Tom Brady and I'm 50 for 50 for the year. <laughs> like that's, that's not how it works. What it means is that God doesn't waste our lives. Like God doesn't waste one second of our lives. He doesn't waste not one second of our suffering, nor does he waste one second of our good times. Good or bad, everything in our life is purposeful. Every single last thing. Like, he, he scrapes the bowl with our lives. When we meet him face-to-face one day, there will not be one thing that he goes back and say, oh, man, I forgot to do that with him. Like, no, God in his plans for our lives, every single last second is being used for something. I'll give you an example. Uh, my father, back in 2019, he died uh, of leukemia. He fought leukemia uh for 12 years and and by the grace of god god gave him 12. like he was some diagnosis had him going at five three three to five years anybody that's ever known anyone to have cancer like one of the first things that you do is you look at the probability of them surviving like oh man he has my mom has breast cancer you know doctor says she has a 40 percent chance of living like you're always looking at the odds like you're the probability of this person surviving at this time at this this minute when he, like you're always looking at the odds and that sucks like it, it sucks and I know it sucked for him like I know that as much as it hurt us he didn't let us know how much he was suffering as much as he could have as much as I would have you know, I, I hurt my toe and the whole world is going to know. But you know, my, my father, he was a soldier, man. He was a trooper. I know probably my mom is probably the only one on this planet who intimately knows all that he went through. And, uh, But hours before his death, this is what my pops did. I'm not talking about weeks a month. I'm talking about hours before my father died. He led all of his big brothers, big sisters, big uh, brother-in-law, like he led them in Bible study. Like he, he invited all of them to the house. He prepared a meal for them and they had like a worship service. <laughs> and then he, he taught and he taught from the word of God. And like, that's what he did his last day. And then like minutes before he passed away, he was counseling my uncle. He was counseling his big brother. And so, like, like how, like, who, there's no, that's like Jordan winning the game, winning shot in 1998 against the, the Jazz. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead. Like, you can't go out better than that. And like the day before, he was with his family. Like, that was the last time me and my sister and my my children and my nieces, that was the last time they saw him. And so he was fellowshipping with his family. And then hours later, he spent his last days ministering the word of God and counseling somebody. And then minutes later, he's seeing Jesus face to face. Like, it hurt losing my father. Like, it still hurts. But do you know what that did to my faith (laughs) like do you know what I did to my faith like I literally saw the hand of God orchestrating my father and blessing people during his last hours on this planet like he, he spent his last hours on this planet loving and pastorally caring for the souls of the people that's around him and that that invigorated my spirit more so than anything else on this planet like i can't explain to you how what i can mark in my in my in my face walk like we all have these these milestones in our walk where god has done something for us and we can we can write that thing down and we'll remember it forever this by far this is number one apart from salvation this is number one in my faith walk, the way that my, my father went out with the pain, like he went out the way that all of us as, as, as children of God would love to go out. Like he went out serving God and that did so much for my, for my faith walk. Now on the outside, looking in, if you don't know Jesus, you'll just look at that situation and say, see, that's, just, that's just another person that God didn't save. You see, God is supposed to be a healer. God is supposed to be a provider. And he let your father die. And I'll be honest with you, 10, 15 years ago, like I probably would have came up and said the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? But the way that God worked that thing together for his good meant in, 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 in one way, I can't speak for anybody else, but it it was like an inheritance to me. It was almost like my father passed me a billion dollars on his deathbed. except for that billion dollars was more faith in my God. You know what I'm saying? And so that's how God does like, we don't always understand how God is working in situations. Like we don't always understand that. And to like a person who, who loves to play the odds and loves favor, you'll look at that situation and say, man, the odds weren't in your favor, but it was. It was, it was infinitely in my favor. I am, I am doing this podcast with, with, with the spirit that God has placed in me. I'm doing this because of my father, because of my father, a hundred percent because of my father, I'm still able to, to look at my God and expect great things from him whether I'm losing my life or not. Like I expect great things from my God based upon what he did through my father's death. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how the church exploded, not from sound theology, not from being fed, not from uh, all of these great things that God could have done for his people. The church exploded when Jesus died and rose again. Like, that's how the church exploded. They were cowards before Jesus' death. The disciples were cowards, like we all are sometimes. But they were straight cowards. They walked with Jesus, saw him stop storms, pull demons out of people. They saw him raise people from the dead. And they were cowards when he died. But when he rose, that that thing exploded in them. Like they, they turned to different people and he, when he went back to heaven, everybody, some people on the outside would have been like, man, shoot, but that's the end to y'all religion. And they was like, no, it's game time. Like they got their second win. And that's how like God worked those things together. Like the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ is gloomy. Like Easter is gloomy until his resurrection. And and, and and other people don't understand that but that's how God worked that whole situation together and that's how God does with us so I'm gonna, we're going to end here uh, Ephesians 1 11 it says in him we also chosen as God's own having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything by the counsel of his will that's Ephesians 1 11 like probability depends on time domino depends on time you know what i'm saying like she literally depends she cannot activate her powers unless some time has passed right (laughs) like she 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 depends like everything in in our lives but even when taking my example from my father Like we're looking at the chances of when he will survive or when he will die. Like everything depends on time. But what this passage is basically saying like, before the foundations of the earth, before physics, before math, before space and time, God planned and guaranteed your salvation and promised to walk with you until you see him in glory. Like before all of this happened, he didn't he like he did not need your christian walk does not need time in order to prove that god is for you because he did that before time began that the, the the gates of hell will not prevail against you no one will be able to pluck you from his hands no one nobody can pluck you from the hands of god who can separate you from the hand of god who can separate you from the love of christ jesus our lord can't, can't angels, death, demons, your own sin, not even yourself. You cannot separate yourself from God because He guaranteed you He the one that saved you and He guarantees you victory. Think about that, man. Like and and and, and this is before time was even created. <laughs> this is this is still when when Jesus God and the Holy Spirit are chilling in eternity past and Enjoying each other. Like they weren't bored. They were enjoying each other, enjoying each other's fellowship. And out of the abundance of their love, they decided to create you. But not for you to demise, not for you to perish, but for you to have everlasting life. And to guarantee that, he said, I'm going to die for you. Something that other people look at and say, God can't die. What he did, and he rose from the grave, and he sent his spirit to guarantee you that you will see him forever. That's that's the greatest probability and odds that you will ever have. And that's only if you know him as your Lord and Savior. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, all of this is crazy talk. You might as well go ahead and play the lottery. (laughs) Like, you might as well just, just devote yourself to some slot machine. But if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that's all the probability that you will ever need that's it that's all the probability the 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 big thing is are you his child and is he your father are you his child and is he your father if that's it christian my brother my sister you are set and yo that's a greater power than domino can ever have greater that's all i got got me up here sweating This is the Brothers of Thunder podcast. Christ through comics. This is Ricky. I love y'all. See y'all next time. Eureka!